0: Oh, I love this movie.
1: I haven't seen it. You haven't seen this
0: movie?
1: <laughs> and, and we're, we're rolling. rolling. Hi
0: guys, I'm Ben Farmer and I'm a Cinephile.
1: I'm why are you so sad about it? I
0: I hated this movie.
1: I know you did. I'm Megan Carver, though, and I'm a cine Newbie. We watch all kinds of movies,
0: new, old, and terrible, and we let you know if you shouldn't watch them too. <laughs> welcome back to So I Married a Cinephile. In the spirit, is your spirit just broken. It is broken. This movie may have. I feel like the moderator from the the live debate during the Billy Madison in Billy Madison, where he's this guy is grilling Billy Madison over the answer he just gave. Mm-hmm. It was like, Mr. Madison, nowhere near in, in <laughs> any, in any part you of your response was even close to an answer. This made, entire audience is, is now, now dumber. dumber for having heard what you just said. <laughs> I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. <laughs> That's how I That's felt how you feel about this watching movie? this movie. I see. Uh, but it is a gorgeous... Crisp, slightly humid Sunday morning. It's a
1: weird Sunday morning. It's a weird though. Sunday it's like morning. It's like it's overcast mm. and it's cool, but it's humid. Like, I don't know how that's a thing. And but that's it's, something we've only experienced in the Northeast.
0: Correct. We haven't. It's I've, very balmy.
1: It's balmy, but it's cold.
0: Right. It's, it's weird. It's weird. Like, I'm sweating, but I also like. Wanna, want a want, sweatshirt. Want, want like a light shirt yeah. on at the same time? That's well, like a long light, sleeve.
1: long sleeve shirt. A light, long sleeve shirt. You should shirt. wear a shirt regardless. Well, actually, we're you in don't the have woods. To. You don't need to you wear don't a really shirt. We really need to, but there are you mosquitoes. You don't need to wear pants. Right. I mean, yeah, right. If you want anything that you don't want to have bitten, you should put something over it.
0: Rocket is.
1: <laughs> He's just staring. Okay, so we're enjoying our coffee. we are um, enjoying. <laughs> Join my cup of coffee. I'm finishing my coffee. Uh, we're enjoying our cup of coffee after a walk with Rocket, and he's been very treat motivated lately. Yes, he has. Uh, I, ben, I'm gonna I'm gonna <coughs> do a hot take and hot, wonder.
0: Yep, it's a hot take.
1: I'm wondering, have you been? feeding him anything off of your plate absolutely not over the last several weeks no cause he's been a little bit worse about begging for food lately
0: I'm just gonna eat my biscoffee cookie right now if
1: you guys could see the shameful smile on my husband's face right now and he's looking at rocket like don't you fucking say a word you have nothing to say
0: Today's episode is brought to you by Biscoffy.
1: It's not brought to you. (laughs) Because. Mm,
0: That's a coffee cookie. It's
1: the only biscuit that you can get in the United States that's worth anything.
0: Tastes like Alaska Airlines. Biscoffy. I
1: I don't know why the United States doesn't have more biscuits. Like, and I'm not talking about like a fluffy like biscuits and gravy biscuit. I'm talking about not a
0: cookie. (laughs) (laughs) You're just drunk. Megan just dropped her biscuit it into her coffee. It fell.
1: It broke First, in half. she
0: dunked her whole oh, cookie no. into the coffee, and then it was so soggy that it fell into her. Don't fish it out. Just drink it. Just drink the... Co- what are you going to do with your hand now? It's covered in coffee. <laughs> now we're doing a podcast, and your hand is covered in coffee. Could you hand Don't me the drip towel? Don't it onto the plate of other cookies. Could you hand me the towel? No!
1: <laughs> Please? I do. I have coffee hand.
0: (laughs) No shit! You just stuck your whole hand into a mug of coffee to get your soggy ass cookie. I didn't want to
1: have cookie coffee. That you could have just. I want coffee on my cookie. I don't want cookie in my coffee. You don't want cookie in your coffee. Can you please hand me a towel? (laughs) So I married a cinephile. Surprising and disturbing, but not unsettling. Kind of like this week's movie. (laughs) Right. Wait, before we dig in, Which kind of summed
0: up my feelings. But yes, before we dig in.
1: How was your week?
0: How was your week?
1: My week was good. It was very nice. We had a couple of friends come up and visit us. Um, uh, Just to be clear, though, for anybody that's like, what? COVID. Just
0: to be clear. Just to be
1: clear. So what we've done for anybody that's come up to visit us is, like, the week (laughs) before they come up, we ask that they get tested for COVID. Correct. And then uh, we ask that after they've gotten tested that they quarantine themselves, you know, for that
0: week. Correct.
1: So then that way they're not around anything that could potentially contaminate you them. You
0: make it sound like we've had, like, an entire busload of people. We've had a small army
1: of people come up that, that being they all said, have to get tested. It
0: is, it is, like, a very nice respite from... Yeah, from City New York, life, yeah, and you know Boston and New York and places like that. And two,
1: so. I think I, I've told the people that have come up here, it's like it would be different. Hang on, I'm gonna t- adjust the gain just a tiny, tiny bit in the middle of the podcast. Just right. In the um, It would be something too if like where the cases were where you were coming from were like crazy high. Right. Or if the cases here were crazy high, but they're not. They're
0: Thankfully the Northeast has been pretty good about containing
1: Yeah, because we put on our masks and did everything we were supposed to do. Because most
0: people are following The protocol and doing the bare minimum of wearing masks and washing your hands. I'm
1: pretty sure New Hampshire has a mandate mask thing right now, right? I'm pretty
0: sure any indoor Indoor facility. Yeah. Because, like, when I went grocery
1: shopping yesterday, I noticed like one out of 10 people was not wearing a mask. (laughs) Right. And it was like, like you could tell it was like asshole people that are like, it's a pandemic. Yeah.
0: I don't believe in COVID.
1: Yes. It's just a way for the government. I'm like, is there a world government that decided we're all going to get sick with this deadly virus? to inconvenience you because it's
0: like the easter bunny by putting
1: cloth over your face or
0: santa claus like Forget i it. don't believe in it like that's not how it works that's not
1: <laughs> how it works Santa's still you gonna come into idiot. your house and, and kill in you your face. <laughs> so uh it was very nice having them up josh yeah, and rebecca which rebecca loves our podcast as well shout out to rebecca Woo. we miss and love you and shout out to josh we miss and love you too ditto um uh, oh my god, we ate so well with they We were did.
0: Here. They like, cooked so much for us. They
1: asked like, "Oh, you know, Megan, Ben, do you guys like cooking?" And I'm like, "We like eating." I mean, we cook. Uh, yeah, but that wasn't the question, "Do you cook?" The question is, <laughs> "Do you like cooking?"
0: Oh. So they were asking the question, "Do you like people cooking for you?" Or No, they
1: were like, "Do you enjoy the act of making
0: food?" Oh. I would say yes. I do not. You don't.
1: No, I would much. I like baking. You told me afraid. to
0: like make stuff.
1: That doesn't mean I like cooking. <laughs> If I had the option of someone else making me food for the rest of my life, I would be so happy. Yeah. Like, and I'm not a bad cook. That's the thing too. I'm not bad at, you know, cooking. I'm a good cook, Mm. but I would much rather someone else cook for me (laughs) because I don't like, I, it's not like I'm like, oh wow, if I put this spice in, it'll taste like that. And if I put this and if you just simmer and deglaze it, I'm like, I don't fucking just put food in front of me that tastes good. (laughs) I don't want to have to put work into it. I would like to have six pack abs without having to do anything.
0: You did mention that they did inspire you to eat more vegetables.
1: Yes, I did. And I did buy more vegetables when I went to the grocery store. Nice. I noticed that I felt better and I just had more energy and perhaps a bit more regular when I was eating a lot more vegetables. So uh, it was very nice having them. And I think it made me really happy. And then it made me super sad because I don't know when we're going to see them again. Yeah. But I think that it's inspired me to do more, like, Zoom calls and stuff like that. Yeah. So. Yeah, for sure. What about you?
0: Um, Yeah, good week. I feel the exact same way. It was nice to have guests here who were uh, very fun and loving and fun-loving. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were also very independent, so it wasn't yeah. like, oh, we have to, like, worry about Hosting if these them. guys are entertained yeah. the whole time. They just kind of, like, went off and did their thing, and they had a car so they could, like, go and explore... You know, oh, yeah. Southwest New Hampshire on their own. Oh, my and... God.
1: They had so much fun. Yeah, it was
0: really nice. Um, and then the weekend just kind of went in the shitter because we had to watch this movie. <laughs> and that just sent me on this downward spiral of headachy rage.
1: Speaking of a downward spiral of were, headachy rage.
0: You were talking about cooking. Yeah. And having all of the right elements and ingredients to make the perfect meal. Yeah. Which was the opposite of today's movie. There
1: was no ingredients in this that made it a good meal?
0: It was...
1: It's like it trying was to make all an omelette out ingredients. of dirt and sadness? Yes. Okay. We,
0: we watched... Cutthroat Island! Cutthroat Island. Cut Island. Uh, Our second
1: pirate movie.
0: I get, yeah, and we're going back to 1995, the, <laughs> the year of Showgirls.
1: Cutthroat Island with the Muppets. Oh, that's right. <laughs> That would be great. Yeah,
0: it would be fifty times better than what we than what we got. Yeah. But In the spirit of the the movie, uh, it is a female led action film. So I'm gonna let Megan take the reins of breaking so the movie down. So just
1: to to preface this, I wanted to watch this because I watched this with my family when I was younger, yeah. and we fucking loved this movie. Loved it. Had a blast. And we were like, what? How old were we when this came out? So you were nine. Yeah. Oh, my God. Loved it. And my parents loved it. Hmm. Uh, Jordan no, loved it. No,
0: you were 10. Excuse
1: 10, me. 10. I was going to say. I feel yes. like I was 10. I was 11. Um, so, <laughs> per IMDb, the plot is a female pirate and her companion race against their rivals to find a hidden treasure that contains a fabulous treasure.
0: <laughs> oh, wait. One more time.
1: Oh, no, wait. It's a hidden <laughs> island. I misread that. Have I mentioned <laughs> I have a little bit of
0: dyslexia? I was hoping that that would I really, just be I actually don't don't like, mind of that. Course. I
1: don't mind that. No, a female pirate and her companion race against their rivals to find a hidden island that contains a fabulous treasure. If it was a fabulous treasure, it would need to be a bunch of drag queens. It
0: makes it sound like there's one singular treasure like the Cross of Coronado or the Holy Grail or the Ark of the Covenant. It's just a bunch of treasure. It's yeah. just a bunch but the breakdown says it contains a fabulous treasure. Like right. We're looking for one item. That's what it. That's what it makes. Well, it treasure. Sound...
1: I'm gonna get all copywriter on you. Treasure can be plural or singular.
0: A, so contains a fabulous treasure means booty. Right. Okay. Not Trader Joe's pirates. Because
1: it's like if you said it's a lost like lost treasure could mean like <clears throat> a a big thing of a bunch of different items, or it could be. That um, he is a treasure.
0: I don't agree with that.
1: Uh, that's fine. Uh, so this got a 5.7 out of 10. <laughs> Metascore of 37. Wow. Uh, for the cast and crew, we've got Gina Davis. We've got Matthew Moding Modine. Modine. Uh, we've got Frank Lang.
0: Langella.
1: Uh, we've got Maury.
0: Povich. I don't know.
1: Chaucer. Um,
0: I don't think there's anyone who's well-known Stan Shaw.
1: Oh, he was Mr. Glasspool. Also, what was with the names? What was with the names? Rocket. Oh, my gosh. I'm sorry. I just have to enjoy some of these names here. So we've got William, we've got Morgan Adams. Gina Davis plays Morgan Adams. Morgan Adams. Uh, And then Matthew Modine played William Shaw. Uh, Frank Langella. What was his name? Langella. Langella played Dog. Dog. Um, Dog the Bounty Hunter. Dog the Bounty Hunter. And Dog then the we Booty have Hunter. Mr. Glasspool, Mr. Blair, Snellgrave, <laughs> Bowen, Scully, Black Harry. Uh, Rocket. Fiddler Pirate. Stop. Captain Trotter. <laughs> Tossant. <laughs> these names. I can't with these names. Directed by Renny Harlan. Written by like
0: five people oh my god when the story credits came on screen I'm like uh oh it
1: was nominated for an award though
0: what award it
1: was nominated for a Razzie for Worst Director <laughs> uh I do want to read though before we dig in one of the reviews <laughs> that rated a 7 out of 10 a
0: 7 out of 10
1: the uh the title says bad marketing for a good pirate film ugh by Claudio underscore Carvajalo. Cutthroat Island is a 1995 film with a chaotic production and distribution and with unfair reviews of the professional critics. Rennie Harlan and Gina Davis were married at that time, and he convinced the producers to cast his wife in an action film in a complete misevaluation of her talent. Gina Davis is a great actress in comedy and drama genres of the 80s and 90s, but was only reasonable in the role of a female pirate Morgan Adams. What?
0: Morgan Adams.
1: Another problem was to find an actor for Morgan's slave. What? <laughs> <laughs> ah! Another problem was to find an actor for Morgan's slave, William Shaw, since Matthew Modine was the last choice in a long list of actors that refused the refused role. Refused It to seems do. that this notorious
0: film was
1: also the responsible.
0: The responsible.
1: For the bankruptcy of Carcolo Pictures yeah, yeah. since the box office was frustrating. I love this review.
0: I'm going to say his English is not his first language.
1: Said that. <laughs> instead of that said. That's Cutthroat painful. Island is indeed an entertaining modern in 1995 pirate movie with a good story. No. The successful franchise Pirates of the Caribbean is an improvement of Cutthroat Island. These are totally different. This is Those are, a,
0: a, those are pirate apples about, and pirate oranges. Yes.
1: With better technology, budget, and cast. But the stories are equally entertaining and funny. In the end, forget the bad ratings of professional critics and have a good time, one word, watching this film. <laughs> and did George St.
0: reveal have a good time.
1: <laughs> My vote is seven.
0: My vote is seven. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. Yep.
1: Although, to be fair, okay, so I think that this is translated. This is Google Translate. He's from Brazil. It sounds like so it's So I think trans- it's not. Like, it, it sounds it, like a we robot. We blame Google Translate for this. It sounds like this. a robot, robot Uh robot. So that's this movie. Um, I, Again, I freaking loved this movie. I truly Lo- did. Wait,
0: in the past tense?
1: Loved this movie, and I can appreciate it for what it was in the present tense. And after actually talking with my mom last night, because she's like, oh, my gosh. I just asked her. I was like do you remember us watching Cutthroat Island? And she's like, I watched that just a month ago. I rewatched it. She saw that it was on demand and she was like, well, I'm not going to stay up and watch it. So I just am going to get it on demand on Comcast. (laughs) And she rewatched it. She's like, I don't remember it being that cheesy. Like, and that was like her big thing. She's like, it was still entertaining and it was still, you know, I still enjoyed myself with it. But I didn't remember it being so cheesy and like some of the effects didn't hold up. Yeah. So, all right. So what, before we dig into the plot, which I am handling the plot today,
0: uh-huh.
1: uh, but before we dig into the plot, mm-hmm. I just want to know, what are your thoughts coming into this podcast today?
0: <sighs> I was trying to find some pros, like as in pros and cons. Yeah, if you
1: can even list two
0: pros. My two pros, walking away from this movie, I should preface this by saying this movie gave me literally gave me a splitting headache. Yep, it it hurt my brain watching this movie. There was a lack of oxygen going to my brain and and to to its stem and to its core, to every to every part of my brain that is meant to interpret what is happening in front of Do me. Do not in real watch time. this movie if you have a history of epilepsy or strokes. Don't. <laughs> it will be harmful to you.
1: Not because there's any flashing lights.
0: The pros that I walk away with are Frank Langella because, much like Raul Julia in Street Fighter, mm-hmm. he knew what kind of movie he was in. No one else did. <laughs> Second, I will say the most of the effects while, like, the, 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 the composites of, like... Um, the digital composites of like inserting one shot on top of another mm-hmm. are incredibly obvious and don't hold up well. Mm-hmm. This movie has a lot of shit blowing up, um, and the last twenty minutes, like the fights between the <laughs> ships, was entertaining because everything was exploding and people were fighting. Other than that, other than the last twenty minutes and Franklin and any time Franklin Jela was on the screen, I cannot find anything positive to say about
1: really? that. Really,
0: nothing. It, it was it was painful. Mm. I it was miscast. It was shot so horribly the the and I, re, I remember bringing up the shots constantly while yeah. we were watching it. There's a, for example, there's a shot of uh, two people in a carriage talking to each other. Yes. If you think about basic coverage yeah. of like, you, know, you have your you have your master, your wide shot. Which you, you may... need to
1: explain this for, remember, cine-newbies who don't okay. know what you're talking uh, so, about. So uh,
0: your wide shot is essentially called your master. It's it's the widest lens that you're using to try and get the whole scope of the scene, the okay. literal visual of the entire scene. Everything that's happening in the scene. Correct. Okay. So you move in a little bit closer to your medium shots mm-hmm. so you get more coverage and more options for your editing so you're not just looking at the same shot the whole time. It's not pano. out Correct. You move over the shoulder, meaning if I'm talking to you right now, the camera would be behind me and to my right or my left because- Over your shoulder. Because you are talking and we want to get your coverage at a closer angle, vice versa. Yep. You also have uh, close-ups or cowboy shots, which are just your eyeballs. Um so the yeah, that's a basic breakdown of like the types of different shots. But there's a, there
1: was one that you used though the Dutch. I don't I didn't know what that was. Oh, the
0: Dutch angle is yeah. is like the camera tilted on its axis. So like so, if you
1: were taking a picture of someone, if you were taking a selfie, and then
0: you tilted it like 45 degrees right. to the left or the right, that's a Dutch angle.
1: And then made a duck face, but it's Dutch, <laughs> so you need to have a windmill in the background, right?
0: There's, a sh- there's this scene between two people. They're in a carriage. They're talking to each other. But you get the shot of one of the characters talking. But then the other half of the frame is like the street. And yeah. And like people, like the full street. Yeah. Of people just walking and like buying chickens and palm trees. It and had nothing to do with what was going on. It had nothing to do with the scene happening no. or what was happening between the characters. I'm like, why are they shooting half of the street? To be
1: fair... He was holding a Cavalier King Charles he Spaniel. was. Which you said, this movie is fine yes. after you as saw... Yes, as soon as
0: I saw a Cavalier come on screen, I'm like, oh my God. This movie's movie. great. But once the Cavalier disappeared, I started hating it again <laughs> because the dog distracted me from what was So if we just happening. had
1: Cavalier King Charles movies uh, uh, all throughout this
0: movie. Yes, if they just showed up, like if they were sprinkled in. If there were more Cavalier King Charles Spaniels and Showgirls, it would be a better movie.
1: <laughs> would it be positively... <laughs>
0: Sensational. It would be. Jesus. So, I, I, this movie hurt my hurt my brain. It mm-hmm. it was, it was awful. And I have a lot of trivia that I want to go into. Uh-huh. Uh huh. Like I said, miscast, mismanaged, misdirected. It's it's like I'm I want to know about what who you think was miscast, but oh we wanna... everybody was miscast. I don't
1: think Gina Davis. There was were
0: miscast. no accents. Oh, Gina Davis was horribly miscast I in this totally movie. I totally disagree. I do not
1: think But again, this is coming from somebody and this is what my mom and I talked about is that we were so excited about the movie because we had a heroine as yeah. the main like a lady pirate. When is the last time that you saw something we hadn't seen? You're
0: absolutely right. The other
1: movie that you mentioned, the what is it? The flags, all the flags. Oh,
0: against all flags. Against all flags. It's a, it's an old '50s swashbuckler with Errol Flynn and Maureen O'Hara and Anthony Quinn, which to me was 50 times better than this movie, right? And, and I,
1: now I want to watch. And that. in that
0: movie, you get to see Maureen O'Hara, who is a very famous Irish actress who has since passed on, but yeah. she does a ton of sword fighting. And so,
1: like, and I'm anyway. trying. Uh, like, I guess for me at least, I think Gina Davis was correctly cast because of her size and stature, and also to like, let's you know. Fellow brunettes, we take care of each other. Like, I was happy to see a brunette badass, like, kicking A and taking names.
0: I don't think she was right for the role, and I... If she had an accent, would she have been right for the me- role? Nobody had accents! I know, I Everybody know. Everybody should have had accents! No, I know. The British were the only people who had accents. We're, right. we're in the they're Caribbean. They're all
1: American pirates. We are Did American
0: you not? pirates! So
1: no one said this. It was never established, and no one has ever talked about it, but I've just decided that they're all American pirates.
0: Everybody... So you have... you, uh, The crew, for example... <laughs> all look like pirates. Gina Davis is the only one who doesn't look like a pirate. Uh And all the crew who do look like pirates are all talking like this. And there's the the captain who who later ends up making mutiny and kicking Gina Davis and her crew off of the ship. But he's got like this long uh, stringy hair and he's like heavily tanned and scraggly and stuff like that. But he's talking like he's doing Shakespeare in the Park. And I'm like, why are you talking like this? Like, who told you that this would be okay? I'm pretty
1: sure, too, like, for their stature and status of being pirates, they wouldn't talk
0: that well. No! I watched this interview. uh,
1: That's not true. That's not true. Okay. What? One actor did have an accent, and that was uh, Mr. Glassblow. What was the guy's name? The black guy.
0: Right, but he was from... He uh, He was from the Caribbean. He was from He was from the Caribbean. Yeah. So he had an accent. He was the only black actor in the movie. Yes. So, uh, again, maybe aside from Frank Langella, he knew what kind of movie he was in. Right. I don't know if he's actually Jamaican, but I appreciated the fact that he- They maintained that. He maintained that, or at least he talked like where he came from, but it sounded like everybody came from South Dakota and decided to- to just to be a pirate, a pirate you know? ship like, I don't, in the middle I, of the I, Caribbean I don't understand like, why they didn't have accents so do you want me to do
1: the plot or do you need to get
0: I, I don't want to talk about the plot if I we do I want to talk about certain scenes I want to
1: go through the plot but I want to go through the plot per my
0: notes okay you have two minutes where's the timer max to get through this clusterfuck of a plot okay. with your timer are
1: okay. you ready I'm ready Go. okay so it starts out with uh this bitch and i say that with the fondness of terms uh riding a horse into the middle of the ocean to catch a ship oh no her dad's gonna get pushed off the ship dad what the fuck don't get pushed off the ship you're getting pushed off the ship by your brother oh yeah that's right there's two other brothers and each of them has a piece of the map to get to the treasure Ugh. so one brother says to the other brother hey tell me where the map is and dad says it's in my head and he's like what the fuck jump off the ship he gets shot in the chest Falls off the ship. You're Gina five Davis, minutes into the
0: movie and you've taken up 30 seconds. Gina
1: Davis says, oh, fuck. Okay, uh, so Gina Davis says, no, Dad, you're gonna live. Okay, so then they go and they are like, we need to get the rest of the treasure. They go and they need a slave to figure out Latin because they think that the map is in Latin. So then they dog the other uncle who's bad says, okay, what the fuck? No, stop it. So they have to go find the other uncle that has the other piece of the map. He gets shot. Oh, shit. So then they have the other piece of the map, though, because the slave guy who is white and a womanizer, says oh i found it oh fuck it's a minute okay i found it it's in a barrel so they're like great let's go so they get it they get the other part of the map they have two pieces but then dog the bad uncle is chasing them they go through a storm and everyone's like what the fuck we're gonna die and gina is like shut the fuck up we're gonna figure it out i have a monkey so then they get through the storm they get to the to the uh island they finally get to the place and they figure it out because they take the map from the evil dog. The guy gets stuck in the quicksand. They get him out of the quicksand. Great, we find it. Oh no, dog found us. So then they go and they do a pirate ship fight, and then everything explodes, but then Gina Davis tied a uh uh fucking marker barrel to the thing, even though it sunk to the bottom of the ocean. Apparently the rope was long enough for them to find it, and they end up making out, but Gina Davis didn't die from a bullet wound to the gut.
0: Minute forty eight
1: yeah there's a lot in
0: there that i want to get into but uh so i'm trying to think of the opening of the movie we have the opening of the movie where okay what is Gina davis doing sleeping with this random ass guy this british uh uh lord
1: do you know how stressful it is being a female pirate yeah but she's trying to blow off steam I don't know. Oh, okay. So
0: their ship is in the harbor and dog who's the evil uncle finds these guys. Yes. Kidnaps dad says, where's the map? Yeah. But she's getting shore leave.
1: Yeah. She was on shore leave and they're like, your dad said to come back. And she's like, I was busy. And they're like, yeah, but your dad said to come back. And it's never specified either that it's like, your dad said to come back because they've been boarded by your evil uncle.
0: Yeah. And then she like jumps off a horse and tackles this guy with a rowboat. (laughs) This random guy who was probably just out fishing.
1: Hurts so many people.
0: Yes. And I didn't know who the guy was. I thought she just stole this guy's boat. So she. So she rows to the boat. It's too late. Dad's already been tied to the anchor. They make him get up on the plank with a peg leg, which I, I thought was that. hilarious. I thought
1: that was so funny. They uh, tied his good leg to an, to an anchor, anchor, and then he's a peg leg. And it's like, I would have loved it if they accidentally tied it to so the peg leg. they toss him
0: into the ocean. Also, another part of this movie, apparently being underwater is, is no risk to anybody in this movie. No. Because everyone can hold their breath like Riku Browning from The Creature from the Black Lagoon. They can just hold their breath for this five This is why minutes. we
1: need to watch Waterworld.
0: Because Kevin Costner has gills? Yes. uh, Okay. If someone had gills in this movie, that would have been like, okay, why are they, why have they not drowned yet? Right. There were at least four different times where people should have drowned. I don't
1: know why the ocean's bottom was so close up. It felt like it, like so many times that they would like toss stuff to the bottom of the ocean. And it's like, oh, it's just right there. Hang on, I'll swim down and get it. Because they're in a
0: dunk tank,
1: right? <laughs> <'Cause> <laughs> I know, in, but I'm like, okay. Like... But let's remember <laughs> where we are, y'all. Like, we're right. not
0: so. So no one dies from uh, from being underwater because people can just hold their breath for minutes on end.
1: So hang on, I thought you didn't want to do the plot.
0: Uh, th- there's just certain scenes I want to talk about. Okay, okay so these so are the, the scenes opening. that you want to talk about. Uh, so dad dies, and now they have to. <laughs> They cut da- She cuts her dad's scalp off because that's where the map is.
1: Right, because he points to his head when the dog when dogs like where's the map and he just and he, points, like, points to his, to his head. head. It's right here. So
0: she cuts can off you his scalp.
1: Scalping your own dead father. Yeah.
0: Well, not only that, scalping your dead father and then like shaving the hair off. Yeah. So you can see the map and not yep. like ruining the map in the process. Yeah. Anyway, so now she's carrying around skin scalp. From, from dad. dad,
1: who also too after which is never father. It's always Harry.
0: Right. It's always Harry. So, uh, I, not that Harry because they no because they his shaved scalp his scalp. So now they're like, oh, the maps in Latin. We have to get an interpreter. So they end up in in an, another Caribbean island where they go to a prison and find Matthew Modine. Uh-huh. How do they know that Matthew Modine knows Latin? They so, go straight for his cell.
1: Right. So here's my thing. This is to me at least, and again, this is me just advocating for the writers who did not do a good job.
0: The five writers. The
1: five writers. I've. It is a. Those are big shoes to fill because I'm filling shoes for five writers. Ten shoes to fill. Right. So I think what it might be is like if you went to the grocery store. Uh. I knew you were going to make that noise because you make that noise when you're frustrated uh. and you're like, uh huh, uh huh. Uh. So.
0: When you go to the grocery store and you're like, excuse me,
1: I'm looking for this really specific kind of banana. Uh Do you have, where's the banana? And Uh they're like, oh yeah, banana is down on aisle four on like the right hand side towards the end. Uh So if they went to this, to the slave market and said, Hey,
0: (laughs) the white slave market, Hey,
1: do you have any slaves here that speak Latin? Which then in my head, I go back and I'm like, okay, so each slave that they have, they interview them and go, all right, what are your special skills so that when we sell you, we can say what you do? No,
0: They didn't even say that, though. I know.
1: I know that. I'm just making this up. We
0: missed that scene where it's like, oh, I heard this prisoner speaks Latin. They just go to this prison and they're like, "Uh, we need someone who speaks Latin. But they go straight for Matthew Modine's cell and they're like, I heard you speak Latin. I'm like, who the fuck did you hear that from? Right. I heard a rumor. Yeah. Like, what? What? Why? <laughs> Why and how? And Matthew Modine's character? Like, I don't
1: know how he speaks Latin either. Like that's the thing is, is that he is a scavenger. He's a, a he's
0: speed. a total scoundrel. He like he's the scoundrel. Han Solo of the movie. He is. He, but he again, he didn't have an accent. He's a he's a doctor, I, but not a doctor. No, no, no,
1: He always says Shaw, William Shaw, Doctor Shaw. Actually,
0: he says yes. that probably four that's times. That's like his his that's his like thing. Bond. I don't know James why. Bond. Agent James Bond, actually yeah, MI6, actually. Like, why, right. why, why that? I I don't know. Again, why he didn't have an accent? Is he a doctor or is he not? Right. What? He's not. He he just wants treasure. Is that like he's just in all this for himself? The, he
1: is pirate Aladdin. Yeah.
0: Okay. I just he didn't just, care. Right. I, I know. didn't care if he lived or died. I right. didn't care if Gina Davis lived or died. Right. And I didn't know why these two people were in love with each other. I, that that I agree with. My mom was like oh, And I'm that's saying really that fun. because I have Matthew Modine's facial hair right now. <laughs> which is even more frustrating. Side for, note. for uh, yeah. uh side for, note. Because this is a podcast and not a visual medium. I'm growing a mustache and a little bitty baby goatee and it's coming in really nicely. It is. I really like it. Good. But watching Matthew Modine in this movie be like, fuck, I look like Matthew Modine in Cutthroat Island and I don't no, know. No, you like don't. That.
1: You don't look like Matthew Modine. You look like Carrie Elweiss.
0: No, thank you. I appreciate it.
1: Yes, that. you're welcome. I'll
0: take that. Okay. but
1: you know, I, I, Another okay.
0: cast. Okay. okay. I agree We're with moving that. On. I agree with that. Moving on. So
1: then, okay. So then, uh, let's see here. Oh, I wanted to talk about, though. I Okay, there was just the one part when she was dressed up, when Morgan Adams was dressed up in the dress. Morgan Adams. And she was, I know her. <laughs> that lady yes. pirate. Uh,
0: apparently, they have an entire... Uh, loft of costumes in this pirate, in this ship. pirate ship. They do they shows, all, oh, and yeah, do cabaret, oh yeah, all the time, all apparently. the
1: time. They're actually a ragtag group of actors who just decided that piracy would be- behoove them better than being actors. I will
0: say, her pet monkey was really great.
1: You really like the pet monkey? I like the pet monkey. Pet monkey made me annoyed.
0: Really? Yeah. I liked pet monkey. I just think Gina Davis was miscast. So should we swap those characters? <laughs> Monkey, you're in charge. Monkey, you're in charge now. You're Morgan Adams. <laughs> that, I want to see that movie now. Okay, that Mon- little spider monkey. Monkey Pirates, yes. yes. Uh,
1: yeah, so, anyway. okay, so then um, the thing I did want to say, though, is I really liked the uh, fight choreography. There yeah. were some parts that didn't quite make was, sense. Yeah, like, some there parts was, were
0: really clumsy.
1: Yeah, there was, like, one part where she was moving really slow, and it almost looked like she was going at marking speed. And for those who don't know, when you're staging a fight, you first go really slow. Yes, It's like, like one. Mark.
0: Two, and then half speed, three, three quarters. Four, four,
1: right, and then full speed. Like you right. learn the choreography of it slowly, then you go to speed and you slowly add in like oohs yeah. and oohs. It's and a and, dance,
0: and you want to make sure spacing is good. You don't want to hurt your partner, right? And also too, there's
1: stuff. like you need to make sure that you react properly to hits and
0: blows and stuff like Correct. that. Spatial so awareness.
1: So it's it seemed like there was one fight in particular that she was just like still going
0: at like three quarters. Was speed. it the dress where she was fighting with a shovel? Yeah or was it that one was of the, the 10 one. times she was stabbing someone in the balls
1: no and I blame some of that on sound I blame some of that on sound because like for example when they were buying the guy uh, they at, were
0: buying white slave when they Matthew were buying Modine. white
1: slave Matthew God. Modine when they were buying him, like she went over to this French guy that's like, Milady, if you are buying him for pleasure, I assure you, I can do the job at no cost. If he's
0: French, why is he British?
1: I don't know. Because that's Cause, this
0: movie. Because accents. That's this fuck movie. Fuck accents. Apparently. We
1: are, Josh and I talked about this. You'll be in the middle of an accent, and all of a sudden you're like, Why am I Scottish? Why am I Scottish? <laughs> Where did this come from? So at any rate, she mm. goes and puts her her shiv. Puts
0: her. <laughs> her <laughs> pirate shiv. Her
1: pirate shiv on his butt, like to be like, um, you need to stop bidding, this guy is mine. But the sound effect sounded like stabbing. Like when it, there shouldn't have been any sound no, effect at no. all. It should have been like, the Foley was more like, really it. Like uh, there, there
0: are there are multiple times in this movie where she is attacking men's testicles. Yes. It happens it's it's, a, it's not a three and done.
1: It's a commentary. It's like seven or eight times. on fighting back on the patriarchy. I understand it's that. A commentary, but part of me it. thinks it like has to be. part
0: of me thinks it was like her husband, like totally being like because her her fiance slash husband was directing her in this movie. Yes. and I'm sure he was so like excited for her and like gung ho. Let's do this, baby. The female pirate. Sure. You're the lead. So yeah, let's stick it to him. Let's have let's have eight times where you take out your knife and, and stab someone in the balls, you know, because balls are bad. Cause men are fuck men, because you're a female pirate, man. And I'm just, I it happened why so is he many a ninja times. Turtle? Or why is he the member of the Eagles, man? Which is <laughs> a bummer because he's your better. Um. So I don't know why right. she had. Oh, it happens okay. so many times. And also,
1: too, they blew up dead people so many times.
0: <laughs> oh my God! So they the raided. Of times. They raided the MGM vault of like fake rubber like corpses like crypts uh, yes and they it it was straight there out of like haunted mansion
1: there was uh, during the carriage chase mm-hmm. where there's a funeral for a bu- a bishop yes they had the bishop hat the corpse that was just out had a bishop hat on it it was a it was a, <laughs> it was a, a funeral bat. For a bishop corpse, it was, and they just blew through it, and, and the exploded. corpse
0: flies and out. And you
1: dated slow mo of the skull falling also, and breaking. can we talk
0: about the slow mo. Can we, talk, we can about talk about the twenty four frames per second in this movie?
1: How many times? I kind of want to go I back. I
0: not tell just you just to count at least thirty, at least at least thirty times of twenty four frames per second. Yeah. Where I understand if you have like these uh, explosions, uh, these actual sure uh, uh, on site. Uh, On-location explosions that you want to get the most out of. There
1: was one that was really cool that was an explosion on the pirate ship, and they swan dive off of it. It can
0: be very effective I to emphasize that. a very dramatic set piece. Yes. Um, but it was so overused that it just lost all effect. Uh-huh. Like, they used it over and over again. Yes. It felt were- like getting stabbed in the balls. Which Gina Davis... Which they did. Did. Over and over. Except
1: right. for when she was having a bullet pulled out of her body, and she
0: just kept she was on like, saying, ow, 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 ow. And she, I guess she's like, she's sweating and she's like drinking and stuff like that while she's yes. having this heavy operation, <clears throat> but...
1: Which also, too, wouldn't I'm she bleed, be bleeding out pretty she, heavily?
0: I, I feel like if someone has a pair of tweezers digging around in your abdomen trying to get a a bullet out of you, and
1: she got shot in the stomach and was like up and about, she was fine and for like twenty four hours, and she was, and then all of a sudden she was like, oh no, there's blood oh, on the I mat. I feel faint. I and don't feel good.
0: Like I feel dehydrated. Like, I'm, I'm pretty like, pretty sure no, you got be shot dead yesterday dead
1: four times over. You were shot
0: yesterday, and nothing has been done. So her saying like, ow please be easy with those tweezers inside right. my body
1: uh i do have to say there were some lines that i fucking loved because they were so bad okay there was one that was i can't even where is the map where did you hide the map okay gina davis says to uh who was it the
0: uh, slave slave boy farm boy <laughs>
1: Fon boy, she says to to Matthew Modi. slave boy, she says to him, she's like, where's the map? And he's like, I hid it under the seedy thing. (laughs) The what? That is a literal line from the movie. I don't even,
0: I don't remember I hid it
1: under the seedy thing. I think I just
0: checked out. I tried to put myself in a happy place. And
1: then also to, uh, when, when he was jumping off the boat, one of the pirates said, somebody grab that bastard! Oh, really? (laughs) I love that. That was great. That's great. And then another time when Dog is really upset at this guy, uh, before he kills a spider, he said, he pushes him in the face and pushes him away. He's like, get out of my eyes. Get out
0: of my I think, you know what? I love that line, actually.
1: Get out of my eyes. I love that
0: line. It's so, like, abstract and you would never think of someone to say that, but you, like, and you get what he means. There was like, another line where you. it was
1: like, it should have been, do you think I was born yesterday? I'm not an idiot. And she, she said, said I do you think I was born Wednesday? last Wednesday? <laughs> I'm like, that's oddly that specific. That was the most clumsy.
0: And uh, and as an actor, wouldn't you? I'm sorry. Can't you just advocate for yourself as an actor? This is
1: an interesting point, Can though? you just
0: stop and this be like, an interesting excuse point. me, this line? What the fuck is this line?
1: What, what how, is this? How at what point, though, when you're in a creative process and your director is your husband...
0: Even more so, be like, Even "Hey, babe, so. this line sucks. I'm gonna say something else." If you were directing me, not not saying that you wrote it, but I'm just gonna be like, "I'm not saying this because this is dumb."
1: So then, the I other, can think
0: of five more clever things to say.
1: The other thing that I was gonna point out, which was impractical, uh, but not impossible, but not impractical, weapons.
0: <laughs> you mean the guns with five barrels
1: yes which we never <laughs> which saw we use. never saw used never saw ever. Ever. There used
0: there is this whole shot of this
1: guy loading up a like it wasn't even five it was like a, a, a six it was barrel a, gun or it, with six
0: barrels pointing all different ways and it looked like them. a peacock tail yeah
1: it did Never saw it shot. Never saw it shot. And then also too, there was um, the blade that she had that split open. That was right. like the Three Musketeers yeah, blade. Yeah,
0: Oliver Platt had that knife in Three Musketeers, so she so must
1: have stolen it from Oliver. Part Platt. of me is
0: like, oh, was that was that actually a thing? Were yes. those knives actually real? I I don't know. I don't know. I don't know uh, either. I didn't. Uh, I didn't care enough to research.
1: And then um, the other thing that I was gonna say uh, was at the very, very, almost the very, very end, which is one of my favorite lines. And also a very practical, but uh, both practical and effective uh, weapon. Okay. Was when Dog is confronting Morgan Adams. He's caught her. (laughs) The ship is on fire. Everything's going down. Mm. And he's like, oh, I've caught you now, little niece. Also. And she's scooching away. Also,
0: I called this.
1: She's scooching away. I I'm called
0: going, this 10 I minutes before it did. happened. It,
1: not 10 minutes. Okay. Don't half at me.
0: Five minutes. Before not even happened.
1: five minutes. Three and a half. Try and two. Okay. Try two minutes. I'm like, he's either that. going
0: to die this way or this way.
1: Right. So she's scooching up. She's like, oh, fuck. Oh, fuck. I'm going to die. And then he, she grabs onto a stick that's got some fire at the end of it and points it at him. he's like, you think you're going to kill me with that? And she's like, no. Unveils a cannon that somehow or another has been pulled away from pointing outside of the ship. And is just, and is just there luckily, and loaded.
0: It made it seem like she planned the whole fucking thing.
1: Which she just stumbled down there like half dead like to right. try to right. A, get the treasure and B, escape. This
0: is riding yourself into a corner. Right.
1: a literal corner with a cannonball right Uh, so she goes no with this and unveils the cannon and then she takes the thing and puts the fire on the igniter and looks at him and says bad
0: dog because his name is dog right yes okay
1: and then it explodes, and he dies. He goes through
0: every wall, he and he is shot out. is shot all the, the way through the to the Mrs. Doubtfire set. Yes, he explodes. He 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 flies out, which which I didn't mind. Oh dear! I liked I liked the over the top death, but part of me is like, how long did Frank Langella have to like dodge out of the way? Like there's a cannon pointed at you with someone saying I mean, "bad dog," there was... and his eyes are like "oh my god," and right. then he gets blasted to kingdom come. Right. So I liked the death. I liked the over-the-top dramatic kill of the antagonist. Right.
1: There were also a lot of different places. And again, I want to just reiterate: I didn't hate this movie as much as Ben did. Oh. I understand why Ben hated this movie as much as he did. Oh my god. For me, it just reminded me of like a. It's it's not well written. <laughs> Again, advocating as a writer, it's it's it ha- it could be a better written film. It, there was too much going on. Ugh. There were so it many things It could have been a half hour shorter. It could have been a half an hour shorter and oh, there were easy. so many things in it that were like that that didn't make sense in physics. Like she just <laughs> can breathe underwater and hang out on the anchor until they raise anchor. That was one. And then yeah. another one is like when she's being pushed off the cliff and then uh, Shaw saves her and grabs her. That would have pulled his arm out. Oh,
0: at least out of socket. When they, have...
1: But then when they both jumped onto the coral reef, they both would have been dead. You
0: didn't care when they made those dramatic jumps or leaps, literally, yeah. because there were no there were no consequences like people didn't die underwater they didn't die by jumping off a cliff there was
1: a missed opportunity with the random author who's on board
0: yeah what the fuck was he like was he along for the ride like he was along trying through to write the a book to write a about book about piracy or yes, something? Yes, about pirates. Not Napster, but Which like, I pirates. Which I love
1: that he was like, I didn't sign up for this to be in any kind of danger. I'm like, you signed up for a pirate ship. Like, right. What did you think was going And then he ends up happen? siding
0: with the bad guys? Yes. He
1: sides with, well, there's two bad guys, remember? Okay, so
0: he sides with the British and with Dog. Right. Right. And so the, the British are like- The we, British we, say, we, we, we want a that percentage you guys are going, of the treasure. Right.
1: If you give us the treasure and tell us where it is- We'll give you a cut of it, and we won't kill Morgan,
0: and we won't arrest you, right? And put you in a. So stockade. then, in the
1: middle of this random ass storm, he tells the he writes down the coordinates and then puts it on a carrier pigeon. Little pigeon. I don't know how this pigeon would have survived its way that storm out of a
0: hurricane,
1: like literal hurricane, and manages to get back and tell them. And so then, by the time they're at the Cutthroat Island, yeah. they the British have come and found them and are like, "Great, we have the also, treasure now."
0: Also also
1: i think it was just hang on i want to finish my point okay. i think that the bookkeeper or not the bookkeeper, the bookkeeper. The that accountant. would be so funny <laughs> the accountant i think it was such a huge missed opportunity because that could be such a fun role and you could sure. have like some other stuff involved with it and yeah. i also feel like that was a missed opportunity i felt like there were just too many pirates that we had to keep an eye on in terms of characters yeah you know we had poker face literal poker face yeah. that had little dots little all dots. over his face yeah. yeah
0: yeah yeah
1: which i love too that they were always like they would come up with this ridiculous idea and they would ask everybody and everybody be like that's a horrible idea and then if they look to poker face and be like but what do you think and he'd be like <sighs> we'll
0: do our best and then everyone's
1: like okay well he said okay, fine well, so we'll all do it, it. like right. I, he was like the final say i did I always thought that that was funny. You're
0: right. There were way too many characters. There were too there, many there characters. people ending up in places completely at random. Like you were saying the bookkeeper who is like this double agent or whatever. He yeah. ends up finding Matthew Modine's body on the shore. Yes. Waking him up and being like, oh, I found Morgan. She's this way. Right. But then he leads them like a Lando Calrissian betrayal of yes. like, oh, I Just actually kidding. betrayed Her British. you. Ha ha. Sorry. Right. I'm going to get my cut. Right. And then, how does he end up redeeming himself? Like during the end fight, he doesn't. Right during the end battle, he's walking out, and everyone's fighting and killing each other. He's like, "Oh my god!" Like, what have I done, or something like that? And then, where does he go after that? Does he just he disappears? He disappears. Okay, and we do not see him after that. All right. Um. uh, Great.
1: Like that was such a huge missed opportunity. There were
0: it. It was not only just like missed opportunities, but. it, it was so,
1: and like we didn't. need was the like little, The little foppish was, kid. We didn't need him. Didn't it need could, him. Literally, could have been Morgan Adams, and then Glasspool, which was the black guy. Yes, it could have been those two, and that's it. And he, then it's, and then we add in Shaw once we
0: buy him. Right, but I didn't. I didn't even know Shaw's endgame throughout the entire movie. Like. He, he wants the treasure, but well, he's also, like, loyal to, to Morgan Adams too, for that some we reason. Could
1: have, and that, that was the thing. My mom was like, oh, I love the romance. And I was like, I didn't believe any romance other than there was no I haven't reason. had a lay in months. Yeah,
0: there was no reason why these two should even care, care about, about, about each, each other. other. No, like, the, the, it was completely unjustified, not earned. Um, it was
1: the, yeah. So I, again, I actually, I really liked rewatching it. Uh-huh. Because I remember watching this as a ten year old and this is right after we had watched, you know, uh, three Musketeers. And so I was all literally gung ho for women with swords. Were, I was all about it. You were in it. love
0: with Oliver Platt. I you was see in love with someone Oliver like Platt. Gina Davis. Oh who is tall and, br- and like and curly brunette. haired and brunette. She is
1: not your classic like bombshell beauty. Like she is unique looking. Yes,
0: and I I want to to preface that by saying I don't have anything against Gina Davis. Like we no no of course we reviewed not. a League of Their Own. Oh yeah, and she's phenomenal. Yes, in that she movie. was in Glow and she's wonderful. And almost everything I've seen her in has been fan fucking She's a terrific actress. I just think she was miscast in this role. I think role. she was
1: miscast and honestly I think she was misdirected. It
0: should have been either oh my god. It should have been, been like Sharon Stone mm, or Michelle Pfeiffer mm, or like
1: No, uh, I don't like that. No? No. Sharon
0: Stone to me would have been like the obvious choice.
1: Well, if you think about Michelle Pfeiffer like all I can think of is Catwoman. Sure. Like, and so I guess for me it's like you need to have somebody that looks different than your classic beauty. And to me, Michelle Pfeiffer is like classic beauty Madonna. Michelle Pfeiffer
0: is like classic beauty. I think she's a unique beauty. I don't think she's like. A classic,
1: but again, yeah. like I, this is where I come in and I say Gina Davis is a tall woman, yes. and in order to have somebody that can match level with the male pirate world, as it were, right? I think you need to have somebody that is tall in stature, literally as sure. well as in character. Sure. So that's why I fight for her being that character. Okay, I'll give but you that. I think it was poorly written, and I think it
0: was poorly directed. I'll give you that. That half works. Had Gina Davis, uh, completed the trifecta of having either an accent. Right. Uh, uh, her her costumes were okay, but... Her I, costumes were great. I, I didn't feel like she was owning the role. Like, she, it, it felt like, yeah, like, I'm tall and athletic, and this I can do this, like but at the same a time... This
1: movie pirate movie to-do list. But That's
0: people, what it but, felt like. But the to-do list didn't include accents! The to-do list like, also
1: didn't include, like, character motivation. Like no! Like, what we're doing. None of that! Why we're doing. Yeah, anyway. Other than getting booty and literally and metaphorically yes. we didn't i i wanted to know more it's like i yeah yeah i didn't so, care so you yeah know, pippi longstocking <laughs> i consider her a female pirate uh she has more motivation which right. is that she wants to stay young because that was what she identified with her father and her father's lost at sea and she never sees him again
0: and again like matthew modian is introduced as he's he's like infiltrated the highest levels of the british uh uh uh, oh court, aristocracy aristocracy because the british have claimed the bahamas and he's just and like Caribbean stealing all as, the ladies stuff yeah he's just a thief but mm-hmm. he's also a doctor but he's not a doctor no. because doesn't he say like oh i never <laughs> like i never finished medical school or some no, shit no like that. he's like, like no
1: i'm not a doctor i just said that i'm surprised you let me fiddle with your stomach
0: Oh. He
1: literally is nothing.
0: Oh, he's he's, he's nothing. He's nothing. Like he's, he's just
1: riff-raff street rat. R-
0: Legit. Oh, okay, so you, you were right in that he's like White Aladdin.
1: He is White Pirate Aladdin. <laughs> okay.
0: Yes. Great. Um I would like to jump into some trivia because let's I feel like it. it would help maybe explain some of this kind of stuff let's so. Let's do it. Let's hit that uh smash, smash that, that music. trivia music. Smash that
1: trivia music.
0: Several years later, Matthew Modian explained some of the reasons why the film's costs spiraled out of control. Among other things, dozens of cases of V8 juice were shipped out to Malta expressly for Rennie Harlan and Gina Davis. (gasps) The entire room of V8 was left towards the end of the shoot, so it was served to everybody. Also, every scene had three cameras in constant use, and this is while they were still shooting with actual film. And film is very expensive, which resulted in yards and yards of film being shot every single day.
1: Wow. That explains a lot. Because this was $100 million, what yes. was it? And it made $32 Actually, million? I, think,
0: I think it may have been more than that, to be honest. Like, I can't let, let's, let's see what the budget is. Because you, you're better at oh, this Oh, okay. Part. The budget was $98 million. Opening weekend, it made two point three million dollars. Oh. Total U.S. gross was ten million. It made ten percent of what it spent. Oh. Ugh. and it was it was God. It's two hours long. It was released at Christmas time. Like just just bad, bad juju. Okay, go ahead. Um. Also, Oliver Reed, who I love. Oliver Reed was originally cast as Mordecai. Fingers. He was fired after getting in a bar fight. And pulling down his pants and mooning Gina Davis. What? Oliver Reed, of course, was a notable drunk. Yes. In line with Richard Burton and Peter O'Toole and those yes. guys. Yes. Um, we talked a little bit about that in Ratatouille because Peter O'Toole voices uh, the food critic. But anyway, uh, let's see. According to the Guinness Book of World Records, this film was the biggest financial loss ever. Total, it cost one hundred fifty million to make and market, and it made ten million at the box office, with a loss of one hundred five million. <laughs> when Rennie Harlan fired the chief camera operator following a dispute, more than two dozen crew members quit.
1: Oh, my God.
0: At one point, Gina Davis and Rennie Harlan begged to be let go from the film, knowing it would be a disaster, but the studio refused.
1: Oh, wow. Broken
0: pipes caused raw sewage to pour into the water tank where the actors were supposed to swim. <gasps> Michael Douglas like Michael movie. Douglas was originally attached to the movie um, and there was like this whole like dick swinging dispute. Uh, he wanted the same amount of screen time as Gina Davis. Michael Douglas eventually pulled out of the movie claiming that Davis's role was expanded at his character's expense. Gina Davis wanted to quit when Michael Douglas quit, but she was contractually obligated to finish the film. After Douglas quit, Rennie Harlan was so preoccupied with trying to make with trying to find a male lead that set construction and script work were done without his input oh my god Harlan didn't like what he saw when shooting was set to begin which led to massive expensive rebuilding of all the sets and rewriting of the entire script
1: that makes a lot more sense. Also, this does feel a bit slapdash.
0: Yes, and the production company that originally put this movie out was going through bankruptcy already. Oh wow! And MGM was also going through like a, a shifting in its business. So Holy God. the movie didn't get marketed properly. It wasn't. I, I guess it was properly funded because they got over a hundred million dollars to do it. Yeah. Uh, Matthew Modium was cast partly because he was an experienced fencer. Right. Uh, Renny Harlan is famous for pushing actors to do their own stunts whenever possible. While promoting the film, Gina Davis appeared on talk shows with clips of her doing stunts over and over, including one take where she fell out of a window too soon, rolled down onto the roof, and under the carriage. <gasps> experiment- so that is one full shot. No, no. That's also another bit of trivia that I was getting to. It's actually two, it different, is two different composite shots. shots. One oh. is her One is her actually jumping out of the window. Yeah and then another one is her
1: rolling down
0: land, so jumping out of the window and rolling down the roof but
1: then the other part is her, the other landing, part is in the her landing in the seat i fucking love that stunt i don't care if it, it looks. Chew. it looks it looks very good. really
0: good yeah but it's called the impossible stunt because you have to roll out a window roll down a roof and then sit in the carriage and then time it so that
1: you sit into right. the carriage right so
0: they clearly tried that once
1: and it didn't she work she rolled
0: under the carriage and probably got really hurt
1: yeah
0: um And interestingly enough, uh, Gina Davis and Michelle Pfeiffer were in talks to star in a pirate movie called Mistress of the Seas. Uh. Paul Verhoeven, who directed Showgirls, same year, was in talks to direct. It was shelved because the studio couldn't persuade Verhoeven to cast Harrison Ford in the lead, as they didn't believe an action film with a female lead could be financially successful.
1: Oh, fuck you. So that's
0: how this ties into Showgirls a little bit. Wow. Same year, same potential director, just didn't happen.
1: And then Michelle Pfeiffer, Mistress of the Interesting. Yeah. That
0: see again, that would have been interesting to me to see like again like Gina Davis and Michelle Pfeiffer.
1: Right.
0: Um. Maybe two different so sort Matthew of Modine types. is like
1: the poor man's Harrison Ford. Essentially,
0: like he was brought in so last minute, and he's also again he's an experienced fencer. So they're like, right. oh, like we're getting more bang for our buck.
1: Interesting. Wow! So yeah. there was like this is almost like this was Street Fighter level clusterfuck clusterfuck. Of a movie. Yeah, yes. The, yes. there was a lot of but stuff. But Street that went Fighter wrong. was
0: actually financially successful.
1: Right, that's the difference. Right, but I also think too, like I I would argue that the script for Street Fighter and the script for this well, I think street fighter might be a bit better. It's not by much, right?
0: Street fighter is taking a game about people literally fighting in the streets and right. trying to make some and sort of cohesive to, yes. anti-terrorism plot heroes and bad Change guys. Change the channel. Change the channel. But again, like you watch that movie for Raul Julia, who's just so fucking amazing. And in this one, I do want to sort of emphasize Frank Langella again. This is in his top three favorite roles of his entire career. That totally like, makes because sense. Because he was it's just allowed to chew the scenery. Yeah, And part of me is like, yeah, he knew what fucking movie he was right. in. Or maybe he just knew that this whole thing was such a clusterfuck that he's like, you know what, I'm, I'm just going to swing fun. for the fences yeah. and be loud and boisterous and, you know, swing my clawed sword and yell a lot yeah. and get out of my eyes and
1: I don't know. all I, that kind of stuff. Again, I don't know. Frank so- Langella
0: almost makes it, this movie worth it. Almost. Almost. <laughs> But but not quite.
1: So would you recommend this movie to anyone, Ben? Do
0: not waste two hours of your life on this movie. It it, again, it it gave me, it was close to giving me a migraine. Like I got up from the movie and I was like, that hurt. That hurt my body. I need to go lay down. I need to go late. I need to take some ibuprofen. I need to get in the hot tub and loosen up because I just I'm agitated. (laughs) Even now talking about this movie. I'm pissed off.
1: I would only recommend this if you saw it when you were younger. Maybe, yeah, you want to rewatch
0: it. I could totally get that. You'd it, it's either a movie you went and saw in theaters or maybe rented from right. the video store on a Friday night. And I night. think
1: that there is some nostalgia in that for me, you know, in that like, and also too, it was very nice. And I think this speaks to what we've been trying to do in terms of diversifying the movies that we're watching. It was wonderful to see a female lead, and I absolutely totally think that that was something that at least when I was, you know, 10, yeah. I hadn't seen a lot of movies that were action movies, pirate movies mm. with a female lead. I don't think I'd ever seen that.
0: I will say it, it, that is one of the pros yeah. as well. It was ahead of its time. Yeah. I think not, not only for not to say like females didn't have leads, but at the same time to do a female pirate movie yeah. was That's so, ballsy. yeah, it was like, it, uh, I guess this movie is just such a spectacular failure. Like yes. they went for it and then it just, because of production, because of, Miscasting and five writers and all this kind of yes. shit. It just all fell apart. apart. Yep. So we would have Pirates of the Caribbean, what, eight years later, I yeah. think? Yeah. It killed the genre, break. and that actually sort of rebooted the pirate genre, I guess. Yep. Um, but it it's... It, you could see what it could have been, I guess, mm-hmm. and then to see what, what actually came out the other end mm-hmm. and released into theaters was like, wow. Mm-hmm. The, where were the people who, like are supposed to check on this kind of shit. Right. (laughs) Like, we're the producers showing up to set and being like, whoa, 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 whoa. What are we doing? Right. What are you guys doing? So. That kind of
1: thing. Yes. Uh, So one thing I wanted to bring back, Mm -hmm. um, something that we did very, very early on. Yeah. And we haven't done in a long time, is uh, unofficial sponsors. Yes. Something that we used to do way back when. I remember, I can't remember what, it was for Jaws. We did Roy Scheider's Cider and then uh,
0: uh roshider shider Shida.
1: have a glass have a glass and then uh for I, there was another one that was like you kick the log and it explodes into flames oh i think i can't remember which episode that was yeah
0: I me mean neither because i think it was an episode where everything was blowing up I because can't. we were like oh everything in this movie is I made of flint and if you kick this log it'll explode
1: so <laughs> our unofficial sponsor for this week is cutthroat editors hire cutthroat editors to take a look at your script and find out if it's total garbage they won't hold back they will have as much fearlessness and ferocity as pirates on the high seas and telling you that your script is garbage (laughs) hire cutthroat editors yar Uh, yar So that's our unofficial sponsor. Thank you,
0: Cutthroat Editors. Uh, and so great that you guys got in on Cutthroat Island. Yes. What a small world! It's
1: too bad that they didn't get in on Cutthroat it's Island. It's too bad because they saw they Cutthroat could've... Island and said, "We need to start an editing <laughs> this firm." This is why for exists. This is because why because this exist. will never happen again. Because we not if we can help it. Nineteen
0: ninety-five had some doozies. Very
1: interesting, including movies. Showgirls,
0: including Cutthroat Island. Yes. Oh, uh, my god.
1: Quite quite the bit which wow. actually i was gonna see uh when did when was this released 95 no, december. I december oh december
0: oh yeah what i know this was a christmas movie why would you okay we know now we know now you release these kinds of movies
1: this is a summer movie
0: okay so they were clearly going for like the family angle of like families will go see this during the holiday oh, times interesting
1: and... There's uh, different VHS versus DVD cuts. Really? Yeah, there's different.
0: (laughs) To try and make it better?
1: No, no, no. There's like different, like there's more fighting scenes in another one. Uh... This is clearly like,
0: oh, the director's cut of Cutthroat Island makes it a better movie. No, it doesn't. No, it doesn't. There's no way. But I will say, the last 20 minutes is is when it really kind of kicks into high gear. There's a lot of really good fighting in, in the last portion of the movie, so I would say uh, watch the last 20 minutes and anytime Frank is on the screen, and don't watch anything else.
1: Yeah, it- That's yeah, it.
0: It's- That's-, that's all. I know that sounds cutthroat of me. Well, I don't, I don't mean to well, take these cutthroat I think cutthroat editors
1: tactics. appreciate your
0: honesty. Yes. So-
1: um, that's it for Cutthroat Island. Thank you, Island. guys. Thank Thanks you for being for tuning here. tuning in. And if
0: you watched it, I'm so sorry.
1: No, it's fine. I
0: hope you're all okay.
1: You, this is this is like when we had Jason on. This is yeah. educational on how it things is. can go wrong. Yes, and very much. And this is a great good way for filmmakers to learn what not to good do.
0: Good-intentioned filmmakers. Yeah,
1: I think that I, that's the thing, too, is I think kind of like with <laughs> Showgirls, this could have been a really good movie. It could have been if it had had one to two writers, if they had had the right kind of director for it, if they had had more thoughtful casting and structure of characters,
0: having it's little, accents, it's a little ironic in that you're searching for treasure, but right. these guys were lost without a map. Yes, this was this was like uh, this was a just. A it scramble. wasn't even hubris. It was just a clusterfuck yes exactly so clusterfuck um
1: i'm we have we have a couple of ideas for what we're doing next i think that we're gonna lean into the martial arts we are heading back
0: into the martial arts genre so
1: we'll announce that later just be sure to stay tuned to our instagram account we'll announce it there Mm -hmm. um and then actually too because this is august 2nd it is um so we uh which money did
0: we raise (laughs)
1: Here's the thing. I have to say, like, I, I had this idea and then I realized that like we don't get a ton of money for playthroughs. Yeah. Um, but we have oh, this is good. We went from because before we had like a dollar eighty or something. Yeah, something like that. Um, so between in the last two weeks, we now have three dollars and sixty cents. All right. So all of
0: that. <laughs> plus probably our own personal Yes, manager.
1: which I would say, like, I feel totally comfortable donating, like, an additional $35 sure. from our own pocket to sure. the NAACP. Mm-hmm. Um, so even if, you know, you are not listening, well, no, because you're listening right now. Um, <laughs> even if you are not able to pay uh, or donate to causes, we will continue doing this each month. Um, the next, actually, there is one uh, charity in particular that I really wanted to focus on, which actually I'm going to just stall as much as I can for me to get this pulled up. Cause it's a good thing to have it pulled up. Shit. Where is it? Uh... Fuck. It's there's, um, there, so Todd Lee. Um, Tobley McSmith of the, of Bob and Tobley, the top, the McSmith brothers, um, who wrote the office musical parody, um, uh, Bob Tobley, or sorry, uh, Tobley McSmith, not Bob. Tobley has a, uh, he has a cause for, um, transgender, uh, and I can't remember the name of his charity, but I would really love it if our proceeds could go towards his, um, his cause this is going so stay gold fund i found it the stay gold fund improving access to medically necessary health care for transgender people to raise awareness around their transition so that they can live the life that they want to live so stay gold fund is our next charity
0: great that sounds very 14
1: minutes later there we go as i was looking it up
0: thanks for listening guys be sure to Smash that subscribe button.
1: Like and share. Like and
0: share, and we will be back next week with a martial arts movie to be announced.
1: Bye. Bye.